I don't care if you suck my blood, but do you seriously have to wake me up? Seriously? Ugh. Hello everyone, I'm Rami, your favorite host to learn about health and fun. How is everyone? How are those online classes going? What about teleworking for those who have the luck of having a job? Well, I hope things are going better for you than for me, because let's face it, I'm kind of sitting at home in my pajamas and I don't really have any reason to change it. So I'm kind of the whole day just being tired and not being productive at all. So for me, is this due tomorrow is my motto. <laughs> so by the way, we are almost in November and can you believe that the other day I woke up with my entire body full of mosquito bites? On top of that, that mosquito woke me up with a you know, when it's really close to your ear? Oh, well, I guess it was coming back to kind of admire its work, biting me. I could accept that, okay? We do what we do in order to survive, and I respect that, seriously. I can be philanthropic, donating so willingly my blood, but waking me up? Mm-mm, nope, no sir, that's unforgivable. Take into account how everything is going with climate change, Maybe in a couple of decades, we won't even be here to kind of be mad at the mosquitoes that are biting us. I mean, do you know dengue? Hmm? It's a disease transmitted by mosquitoes that, between other symptoms, it provokes a very high fever that can kill you. Yes, I know, it doesn't sound appealing at all, right? But this disease some years ago was only present in nine countries. But because of beautiful climate change and, you know, our increasing interconnectedness, now the mosquito that transmits the disease feels comfortable to be living in over a hundred countries. I don't know if I want to keep being philanthropic now. Yes. Oof. The thing is that dengue mosquito is only one type of mosquito that can transmit diseases. I'm pretty sure you've heard of malaria or yellow fever. Well, these types of diseases that you kind of don't want to be close by. Because according to the WHO, only malaria was responsible for 400,000 deaths in 2018, which is more or less the sum of COVID-19 deaths in both the United States and Brazil. Due to the increase in temperatures, the mosquitoes that transmit those diseases can survive for longer periods of time and in more countries. Let that sink in. Do you remember the beautiful times when we used to just be able to sit, try to sleep and have windows open, not thinking too much about anything besides beautiful sheep jumping? Well, that's no longer the case, so whoop. I know, listen, maybe I'm exaggerating, but what the hell is going on with bats? I mean, do they have a vendetta against us? Because it looks like they want to extinguish the entire human race. I mean, in the best case scenario, they gave us rabies, right? Now, a long time ago, Ebola, and now COVID-19. I hear that it's kind of all rumor, so I'm not really sure. But hey, zoonoses, right? Chicken and pigs also had their pandemics. But bats, I mean, yeah, they're out to get us. But have you seen baby bats? Oh, they're so cute. Maybe vegans are right. Maybe eating animals bad for us at several different levels. I mean, I could try to quit meat, okay, if it means that I'll survive. But then, 
But then what do you do about waterborne diseases, huh? Like, what do you do? Drink coconut milk? Well, if you live in Europe, you'll most probably be fine, but I don't think that we should joke about that. In other parts of the world, waterborne diseases are a huge problem. For example, diarrhea. Yes, you heard me right. Diarrhea. I know you all love to talk about diarrhea. Mm. Well, it is one of the leading causes of death in developing countries. And for children under the age of five, it's the second leading cause. Here, climate change is up again to its old tricks. The risk of transmission is higher due to higher temperatures and longer periods of droughts and rain. I mean, we're talking about how much pollution and climate change are affecting the spread of diseases, but that's not really everything. Because we, right, travel more, and we travel farther, and we carry these viruses with us, and the world is so interconnected, and we can kind of see it maybe as cultural exchange, but then all of a sudden, boom, pandemic. So now we travel less, we pollute less, and I guess we transmit less. It's kind of two for the price of one. Woo! Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, baby, let's go. On the other hand, zoonoses, yeah, those ones, we don't know how to stop them. So I think it would just be easier if we stopped eating animals and, you know, then we don't get any weird diseases. Let's go, all vegan, baby. We should just listen to the UN and the University of Oxford, all these experts that are saying that by becoming vegan, you can reduce your footprint up to 49%. I, I don't know about you, but if you like burgers and cheese as much as I do, this kind of sounds nearly impossible. I don't know. What do you think? Any ideas on how to solve this? Huh? Are you up for a trip to China by bicycle? Would you rather have a burger or get a weird disease? I don't know. Listen, whatever your answer is, whatever you do, stop eating bats, please. The writing is on the wall. I'm going to leave now because talking so much about bats and veganism, it's kind of made me hungry. So here you've had the second release of What the Health. Two episodes already. Ah, I never thought that we would make it this far. But you should go back and listen to the pilot episode. We love to hear that you exist. And we love to know about your lives, especially if you talk about health. Do you want to complain about how annoying mosquitoes are and you don't know how to do it with? Are you on your vegan journey and now you're doubting it all? Well, send your audios to generationsforhealth at gmail.com or to our social media accounts. Bye, stay safe and stay healthy.